It's Alum Group's Andrea Lay, Packview's Melissa Burdick, special guest Jackie Donowski from Flywheel, and I'm PVSB, also from Flywheel. Before we get to the CPG Guys episode you've downloaded, it's the week of May 13th, and it's time for the Fresh Four. Four curated news stories from the past week. We find them polyhistorically intriguing. We hope you do too. They're brought to you through our partnership with Retail Wit, your one-stop shop for retail industry intelligence and news. Retailwit.com. It's retail right now. Jackie, kick us off, would you? Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect to bring closed-loop attribution to streaming advertisers. Well, hello there, Fresh Boy listeners. Disney Advertising and Walmart Connect have solidified an agreement to bring the retailer's industry-leading audience solutions and measurement to Disney's addressable streaming inventory. The collaboration will enable enhanced audience targeting and outcome-based measurements for brand campaigns across Disney's streaming portfolio, including Hulu and Disney+. Connecting Walmart's customer insights with Disney's proprietary audience graph will help advertisers reach their desired audiences and measure the impact of their campaigns through closed-loop attribution. Thanks, Jackie. Andrea, over to you. Hello, Fresh 4 listeners. NBC Universal and Instacart link up to bring retail media opportunities to TV. NBC Universal and Instacart are expanding their existing partnership to include a new retail media workstream that will enable Instacart's CPG advertisers to connect with consumers via NBC Universal's streaming and linear television content. In late 2023, the companies teamed up to include access to NBC Universal's streaming platform Peacock as part of the Instacart Plus membership package. Now, with this new first-party data collaboration, advertisers will be able to reach consumers through NBC Universal's content and measure the impact of their campaigns by leveraging ad exposure and purchase data from Instacart. Thank you, Andrea. Melissa, what do you have for us? Amazon has announced a new country that they're opening up. Amazon has announced that it will launch a new dedicated website for Ireland in 2025. Currently, most Irish customers use Amazon sites based in the UK or other European countries. The company said the Irish site will mean that users will be able to avoid additional customs charges and currency conversion fees, and it will also lead to faster delivery and returns for many items. All right, over to you, Peter. Welcome to another episode of the CPG Guys podcast. Our co-hosts, Sri Rajagopalan and Peter V.S. Bond, explore how brands and retailers engage with consumers online, in-store, and everywhere in between. And now, here are Sri and Peter. Hello, folks, and welcome back to this episode of the CPG Guys podcast. I'm Sri, of course, one of the aforementioned CPG Guys, my co-host, the man with the golden voice, often also known as the man with the radio, dad, 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 is the VP of Partner Strategy and Development at Fetch Rewards, a mobile loyalty platform, a loyalty and CRM expert, and an e-commerce and omni-channel accelerator guru himself. Join me in welcoming the other half of the CPG guys, Mr. 007, also known as The Bond. How are you today, sir? Hey, Sri. I am doing... So well, it, we're into January. NRF has kicked off in New York City, despite all the craziness going on. And I'm just excited to talk about 
all of these incredible enablers that are on display at the show. And I know we have a guest today that's kind of at the forefront of the transformation of uh, shoppable media that's taking place and, and is really taking the CPG retail vertical by storm. So excited to get today's episode off and running. I'm just jealous you get to go to Jacob Javits and you can actually see all the latest developments, the technology, the scanning capabilities, the shelf capabilities and beacon technologies, everything else at NRF. So make the most of it. You know, hopefully you'll come back here on the CPG guys and report back what, what is going on in the strange environment we all live in in January 2022 these days. But thank you, Peter. Before we get to our guests, let me remind our audience that all of our content that is over 160 episodes are available on 40 plus podcasting platforms. And so much more can be found out about us by simply going to your browser and typing cpgguys.com. The best part, there's no charge for this. It's absolutely free. Did you hear we have launched a second podcast? We're going international global. And it's called the FMCG Guys, which takes on our CPG Guys format of omnichannel digital exploration to the European market. Our friends Efrain and Daniel are the hosts based in Europe, and we'll be taking talking with the FMCG retail thought leaders about the transformation happening on the other side of the Atlantic. And of course, we're proud to continue to partner with New, the network of executive women whose mission it is to advance the cause of gender equality and career development in the workplace. In the middle of today's episode, we will tell you more about new and current activities. But if you want to learn more about our partnership and how you can join new, please visit newonline.org slash cpgguys. Peter, we have our own page with new these days. It must be good, man. Increasingly shoppable video and live streaming are the mediums of choice for marketers to engage consumers on their website. Of course, e-commerce businesses, publishers, and advertisers are always seeking to create platforms that deliver engaging user experiences on their website. Web stories traditionally only gave users an engaged experience on social media. Now brands and retailers can give their customers an engaged content experience they're familiar with right there, right on the websites using their legacy platforms like Shopify. The CPG guys therefore decided to partner with Firework on a three episode series to explore how web stories significantly enrich user experience on brand and retailer websites, dramatically accelerating their path to purchase. This is episode three. Episode one aired way back in September 4, 2021 with Vincent Yang, their co-founder, and episode two aired on October 28, 2021 with Jeff Lucas, their chief revenue officer. Since then, Firework has been in no kidding high growth mode with news on all sorts of partnership like the one they recently announced with Albertsons and a major investment by none other than American Express themselves. And here to decompose all of this, speak with us about how Firework is transforming the CPG and retail industries with live streaming video and video enabled shopping is a new head of commerce at partnership for Firework. Prior to joining Firework last November, she spent more than 10 years at American Express. Peter, a little bit more than coincidental, I think. So we're going to get to that in a little bit. I'm going to ask her about her connection with somebody who's a co-host on this podcast. Please join Peter and me in welcoming to the CPG Guys podcast, Eva Wang. Hello, Eva. How are you doing? Very well. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure joining you today, right before the NRF. 
I am also excited to join the floor on NRF on Monday to check out the latest technology and also telling others more about firework. Now I get to be jealous of not one but two people. But before before we get to the questions, Peter and I have prepared for our conversation. Would you take a minute and let our audience know where on the web they can learn more about firework and give us a brief introduction to firework and the work you specifically do for firework and your clients? Yeah, absolutely. Very happy to. It's very easy to look for firework on the open web. So you just need to type firework.com and you will see all the information about us and the exciting work we're doing with our customers. So I often get this question about, oh, tell me more about Firework. We offer an end-to-end -end digital transformation platform that deliver a fully immersive mobile-first experience for business in the open web era. We enable our customers to create, host, um, native shoppable short video, as well as live stream to drive product discovery, engaging conversations with their customers through live stream, as well as a seamless shopping experience. Now, ultimately, I think what's more important across all this is the real connection that we power for the brand and their end customers. And think about us as almost the TikTok experience for the open web that's designed for all the businesses. And we just closed 2021, so I want to take one moment to think about the journey we went on. The company is just a bit over three years old, but last year is truly a transformational year where we delivered 1.3 billion in total video views, as well as 700 million page views. That's incredible. Think about the technology we power and the impact it's starting to make for business and consumers across the board. We're HQ'd in the Bay Area, and the teams um, are based across the globe, so we're truly global company. We have raised over $100 million in capital from leading investors such as GSR, IDG, Lightspeed, and more recently, like you pointed out, Amex Venture as well. And the role I do at Firework uh, specifically had out commerce and partnership opportunity, which is a very exciting space to be as you think about how do you build the connection with the brands, as well as helping to drive commerce at point of inspiration using video. So it's a very exciting time to be at Firework and excited to tell you more throughout the uh, rest of the podcast as well. Congratulations, Eva, on all the success at Firework. And also, um, I will also welcome you to Firework. And I'm sure through this conversation we're going to have, we're going to discover a whole lot more about what you do for clients as well. Uh, we'll, of course, include links to both your LinkedIn profile, that of Firework, the corporate site, in the digital liner notes of this podcast episode for our listeners. So I'm going to jump right in and go to question number one. Great deal of buzz in live streaming these days in CPG and branding and even in retail. Of course, retail is where the connection for this happens. Video storytelling is going on as more consumers are adopting consumption of these communication formats. What drew you from American Express specifically into this industry? I have to start with a personal experience. I was born in China and my families are still in China. It has just been incredibly exciting to witness the growth, but also the convenience Livestream brought to families there. My grandmother, she's over 80 years old and she just recently ordered the family meal on a Livestream. Um, and she showed me how to do it. And I felt very out of depth myself having seen that. But that tells you about the adoption and how easy 
the technology there is to use to drive the adoption. The market size for live streaming commerce in China is expected to reach 500 billion in 2022. And we're just getting started here in the U.S. and in other markets outside of China. The growth potential itself obviously is what excites me, but also the opportunity to, to really transform the space rather than just to move what worked in China into the U.S. Because the ecosystems, as I'm sure Peter and yourself know, are fundamentally different in the U.S. and in China. In um, the U.S., we also see video content being the forefront when it comes to driving engagement from brands to consumer. More than 80% of the consumer talks about they were convinced to buy a product or a service after watching a brand's video. But where does the video take place? Mostly in the walled gardens. But actually, the transaction doesn't really take place there. Um, if you look at the statistics, only 4% of the actual e-commerce transaction take place on social media. So there's a huge gap to actually bring that immersive interactive experience to where the transactions are actually taking place on the website. And this is where I'm most excited, Ian, to bring the personal experience, to bring the connection, but also to bring the different perspective in actually adopting here um, in the U.S. So very excited to be here. Hey, Ava, welcome to the podcast. So great to be able to speak with you today. Clearly, you've articulated the growth opportunity in this industry for these types of capabilities. Can you help us understand more specifically what makes Fireworks Livestream platform different from the many technology companies that are trying to stake ground in this space? Yeah, that's a wonderful question, Peter, actually. I think there are a couple of reasons, right? But the one thing I would emphasize is the ability to actually provide an end-to-end holistic product solution to help power the client's success when it comes to digital transformation and enable for live commerce. Um, having a robust technology infrastructure is critical, and not all technologies are created equal. Out of our teams over here, about 70% of the team members are actually product engineering teams. And if I think about our head of um, engineer, our chief technology officer, Rick Zhang, he was the founder for Taobao's live streaming platform, the head of engineering for Tmall at Alibaba Group. And he built the infrastructure at Taobao that support more than 300 million consumers to simultaneously watch live stream online and then generated over $40 billion GMV in one day. I look at a lot of other comparable um, competitive technology in the marketplace. None of them has the same level of experience, right? And once you have the technology and the engineering team to actually really deliver that low latency, smooth, seamless integration onto the business website to provide a truly global enterprise great solution, then you think about, okay, I have the technology, but that's not enough. Just having the technology doesn't give you traffic, doesn't give you engagement from the consumer. So that's where our broader ecosystem play comes in, where we actually have an extensive publisher network to broadcast the content, the live streaming, and bring the relevant traffic with high shopping intent to the live stream to actually help to broadcast and then drive increased engagement on your website beyond just the technology. Now then, Peter, I think about it. Okay, you got the technology, you got the traffic and engagement. What else? Surely that's enough, right? That probably is already enough to 
beat everything out of the water in the marketplace. But I think about one additional human factor that's really important is the expertise from the team, the actual creative direction, as well as the content expertise in how to run a live stream. I've seen a lot of live stream、um, throughout my time, as well as since joining live stream here in Firework. A lot of the live streaming experience felt static. Not genuine, right? They feel like I'm just watching a pre-recorded TV commercial, which is not supposed to be the way to drive customer real engagement. And I think about our team over here, the operation know-how, the real expertise combined with the best、uh, in-class data tracking to inform customer what we're working on for insights is what really make us different in the marketplace. Awesome! That sort of differentiation is a must-have. You know, so、I'm, you know, right at the beginning, I mentioned I'm going to ask you about the Amex investment. So、uh, late last year, Firework announced the strategic investment from American Express. You spent over 10 years at Amex, probably know the ecosystem very well. From a payments company perspective, what is making the live streaming industry such an attractive investment opportunity? Like, what's the synergy? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, not speaking directly or specifically on behalf of American Express, but speaking for from my own experience working with merchants and business, I think more recently throughout the pandemic, right? A common theme is the need to engage and connect with their consumer in this digital first environment, as well as the opportunity to get real time feedback in terms of the relevant product. The consumer preference, because in this time where supply chain delay and a lot of other issues are causing a lot of the challenges for retailers and merchants, you really can't afford to actually、um, have a whole warehouse of product that you're never going to sell. Livestream provide just a different way to engage the customers at the end of the day to really understand what is driving their engagement. What do they want to see? And our data and capability, as well as the technology to power that, make a real difference over there. If I think back on the、uh, press release, American Express Venture has announced when the investment happens. The head of Amex Venture, Harshal、um, Shengi, he's made this point to say Amex Venture invests in the ideas that transform the everyday consumer and business life on a global basis. And he, he talked about Firework is building the infrastructure that powers the next generation of digital shopping and e-commerce experience. And I 100% agree with him on the statement he made because it's just so. Core for business to be successful in the new open web era to find the new way to bring authentic, engaging experience to their end customers, and we're exactly here to support that. And from a personal speaking standpoint of view, having been in financial services and in a payment company such as Amex for over ten years, it really helped me to help to prepare me for the exciting time and firework, because of the focus Amex have on customer experience. And on product, so working with large global companies from my previous job in Amex really set me up to actually deliver for tra- digital transformation for my new role、um, at Firework. Well, your announcement about the strategic investment from American Express in Q4 wasn't the only big piece of news. You also made some major buzz when it was announced that your platform would power live streaming video storytelling for. Albertsons, one of the largest grocery retailers in the country, can you give us some context as to the partnership and why retailers, not just brands, would want to leverage your capabilities? 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a great point. I myself is so excited about the work and Albison is doing with Firework. Peter and Shri, I'm sure you shop throughout the pandemic at grocery stores, right? I'm、um, the lucky person who shopped for grocery in our household, and I couldn't say that it was an exciting experience. It was an experience I had to complete on a weekly basis.、Um, I log online and then check for milk, eggs. The typical stuff I buy, right? It wasn't an experience where you're truly engaged in that process.、Um, you're really trying to complete a task. But now I look at the Albertson website, and then I actually spent one of the Tuesday afternoon just swiping through the short videos now they have on their website about how they're preparing for a holiday meal, how they're baking this cookie. I, a really terrible cook, and I got really inspired because I felt like, oh, you know, look at the video. I can do it myself. And I think that is the power of the video storytelling.、Um, I think Albertson put it better than anyone else in their own press release. They talked about the partnership is important for them、um, to for their digital transformation journey to redefine customer engagement in the grocery retail space. But it's not just about creating new ways to feature their product, but about bringing the delight, which is what we talked about just now, right? That. Delightful experience when you almost as if you are shopping in store and you got inspired to say, "Oh, hey, this is something else I can buy." And I think they talk about the inspiration for digital shopping to make online experience as fun as、um, if you were in store and discovering new product in their actual physical store. So very excited to see how that. Partnership will continue to evolve, but as a person who does the grocery on a weekly basis, I was inspired. I'm definitely buying more stuff and actually venturing into new territories. I never expected I would be baking that cookie for the weekend, which now I'm going to do. Peter, if I remember correctly, this is the second episode where we've gotten into baking cookies and everything sweet. So this,、uh, based on when we recorded the last time as well. But let me remind our audience that Peter and I are speaking with Eva Wang. Head of Commerce and Partnerships at Firework Media. Of course, Eva, Firework was recently shortlisted as one of the finalists of the Unilever Foundry Positive Beauty Growth Platform Startup Pitch Competition. Can you tell us what that was about and why Firework actually made it to be one of the finalists? Yeah, absolutely.、Um, it was an incredible opportunity for us to showcase the ways how Firework can accelerate innovation and growth with one of the world's leading beauty brands, and to support Unilever's vision to bring positive change to the beauty industries. We were shortlisted to、um, present to the senior executives at Unilever Beauty and Personal Care brand、um, as one of the five finalists out of close to 300 participants. Uh, for the、uh, competition, so it was an incredible opportunity to do it. If I think about the beauty industry, right, I think、um, the sales globally is around 21 billion, which is a huge industry. But the industry itself and the size of the industry is not what's the most important. It's actually the opportunity to bring positive change, which is why it's so incredible to work with a brand like Unilever, who is the forefront of the pioneer actually driving for positive change in this new environment where social media is creating a lot of anxiety for younger generation、um, in the beauty space, where they're actually trying to champion for change and for positive growth. And、um, so it's incredible to be part of. 
that. And every day, we in Firework are aspired to redefine the ways how brand retailers and publishers engage with their audience. So we're excited to、um, work with Unilever and explore the ways to establish meaningful connection with their customers. So, Ava, I think about the term omni-channel as being reflective of wherever the shopper chooses to shop, and so this. Separation of physical and digital really should not be the focus of brands. It should be about getting to the shopper wherever they choose to shop. So, can you help us understand how, in your perspective, live streaming is bridging the gap between the physical and the digital world, and maybe even cite an example or two of that? That's such a great question, Peter. So many people, when we talk to them about live stream, they say, "You know what? We we see live stream as the end of the physical retail space." And I say, "Absolutely wrong. That's not the case. Physical retail space is still so important to create a real customer engagement for the experience." And we actually see live streaming helping for、um, bridging the gap between online and offline, rather than replacing it. A good example.、Um, Is our partnership with one of the leading retailer in Japan, Muji. I'm sure a lot of you、um, heard of it. They also have multiple stores here in the U.S. They're one of the largest retail chain in Japan. Like many other physical、um, retailers, they have big retail spaces. And during the pandemic, many of the large retailers see a reduction in traffic、uh, traffic footfall going into the store. Because people are st- staying at home, safely isolating. But one of the things Muji did with us was to leverage their existing space in retail, and actually、uh, training their sales team to actually run live streaming、um, using the firework technology on a weekly basis. And it's incredible because you're actually using the real knowledgeable shopping team who really are passionate about the product to explain about the product to their、um, consumer. What we have seen are actually、um, customers who have watched the live stream the night before coming into the store next day to say, "Hey, I saw this last night. I loved the way how you were presenting it. And、um, so now I'm just coming in, trying it out, and actually buying it. And we actually saw that creating such a great connection." Leveraging the existing space resources you have, and actually bringing the sales either directly online or for people who want to shop back in the store and then check out a few other thing, things as well. So it's a really great win-win example for bringing online and offline together. Fantastic, Peter, and I totally believe that the merge of online and offline is where the entire CPG industry and retail is headed anyway. So.、Um, Let's get into a little bit about streaming live streaming events themselves, and let's、uh, ask you to demystify for us what are the elements of a good live streaming elements. You know, Peter and I always have discussed are influencers, celebrities, all these things necessary,、uh, or、uh, are there best practices you can share with us on what makes a good live streaming event? There's a lot of debate in this space. I definitely want to share my perspective here. So, looking back to China, when they started the live streaming journey back in 2019, they started this by creating、um, live stream purely based on celebrities. So, it's a very celebrity-driven approach. They didn't work very well at the time when it first started because. Brands were paying a significant premium to engage with celebrities, and that the celebrities then represented the brand to help to drive engagement of their product as well as to try to drive sales in live stream. 
but many of them didn't really give a very authentic or connect an、um, or relatable experience. I would say to the end customers, so it didn't really work very well. And over time, the experience in China became from celebrity led to actually host led. A lot of the hosts were actually individuals rather than a celebrity to actually help to bring that authentic experience to bear. I think about our experience over here. Late last year, we ran an event,、um, a shopping festival. We call Tintin Festival. Modeled on the November 11th festival in China for shopping, we featured around 25 retailers in collaboration with Callsite Research, and、um, powered、um, live stream for individual、um, brands participating in the shopping festival, and we attracted more than 350,000 live viewing for that shopping festival, and we didn't have any influencers. It was the people who actually、uh, were the shop owners, the people who are actually、um, there running the teams,、um, or the people who actually design the products. And one of the best live stream、uh, from an engagement standpoint of view we had during the live stream were actually two owners of a store who were actually wearing similar jacket, well, similar to what you are wearing, and actually the audience got into an auction through the chat, wanting to bid for that jacket. And it was an incredible experience because it was real. It was authentic. It was from people who actually know the brand and know the products. And I think that's ultimately what's making that difference, instead of focusing purely on a celebrity-led experience. You hear that, audience? I think if you reach out to us and let us know if you want to get your hands on CPG Guys merchandise, maybe we can start making that happen. I think the good news for Shree and me is that we have a future in this podcasting space because I don't think you need to be a celebrity to work here either. So, Shree, there's hope for、NFT. us yet. NF, oh boy, don't get them started on NFTs. We'll we'll be here for for another couple of hours. But th- this is all really informative, Ava. We love to talk about predictions here on the podcast. So, would you、uh, entertain us with your predictions on? Consumer engagement, e-commerce, and the open web for 2022 and beyond, and and how you think live streaming fits into this. Ah, that's a great question. Let me think about that.、Um, you know what? I think 2022 is going to be the year for the open web, with increasingly more demand from customers for immersive, interactive experience. As of last year, there are. More than there were more than 1.7 billion websites live on the open web, right? And each day, half a million websites, new websites, are being created. Most of those websites are words-heavy. Sometimes have images. Sometimes have an insert of a video that require you to click five times until the page can load. It's not good enough. As I think about the open web experience, where Consumers are making a lot of their engagement interaction every day. I see 2022 as the year for the open web to actually really embrace and actually、um, drive this fully immersive experience, where firework will play a key role in actually powering that experience. May it be a shopping、um, festival. May it be a shoppable short video for a publisher. May it be actually an experience where we help to explain your newest product launch through a live stream. 
is actually really about bringing that immersive experience to the open web. I think that's the year for it, and I'm going to be very careful when I don't make it 2021. I also think about e-commerce specifically. I think for e-commerce, right, one of the biggest prediction I will make for 2022 is that actually shortening the gap or、um, the length. From the point of inspiration to purchase, in a more embedded shopping experience, I think about nowadays people see something they want to get it right because five minutes later you might forget about it and never actually end up completing that purchase or you do not remember what you saw specifically. So I think shortening the path between the point of inspiration and purchase with an integrated or seamless checkout experience is going to be key. And、um, so, thinking about live stream as well as shoppable video, how to actually bring that experience of I've seen something, I loved it, and actually now I'm going to、um, actually click and check out in that experience is going to be incredible as well. Which is again something Firework、um, actually deliver in our shoppable video and our shopping experience. So I think that's the prediction I'll make. 2022 is the year for open web and purchasing a point of inspiration. You know, Peter, this is the、uh, third time I think we've had someone come to the show, talk to us about shoppable video. And what's clear to me is, as we enter calendar year 2022, shoppable video is here to expand, grow, and deliver the immersive user experience that Eva just referred to. You know, I want to. I, I really think hard about e-commerce, and I think. The amount of time we spend on all our devices these days, this seems like the logical one-click way to move forward by bringing in some element. I'm sure in the future, virtual reality, etc., of how people will buy things. Any thoughts, Peter? I think just as important as what Ava said is what she didn't say, which was she referred to it, she alluded to it, but. A lot of our fascination with shoppable video and the like, and live streaming, has been focused on social media platforms. What she's telling us is that there's so much more places to go in the open web that it's only a matter of time, and probably a very short time, before the balance shifts. And it's not social media platforms; it is the open web, where those experiences will occur. And the volume of e-commerce activities will shift. That's what I heard, and it seems like Firework is poised to be to enable brands to leverage that transformation that is upon us. Well put, Peter. I love that. Thank you for actually summarizing for me. So let me remind our audience that all of our content can be found by going to a browser and typing cpgguys.com. If you aren't already part of this growing family of LinkedIn, you can easily do that by simply going to LinkedIn.com, going to the search bar up top left, and typing CPG Guys and hitting the blue plus, or also known as the follow button. Join us and influence positive transformation in the CPG and retail industry. And I would also request to, you are the ones that shape the show. You make the show. You decide who comes, who doesn't get to come, and what topics we talk about. The easiest way to do that: go to ratethispodcast.com/cpgguys. Tell us how we're doing, and when you tell us who you're doing, leave an actual, not just a rating, but a review as well, so we can listen, see, learn, and improve the show. 
Eva, I want to sincerely thanking you for appearing on the CPG Guys podcast. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure talking to Peter and yourself. Thank you again. My dear friend Peter, Mr. Bond, the man with the golden voice. Thank you so much doing this week over week. What an interesting topic we picked today. Yeah, Sri, the more I dig into this space, and particularly this is our third episode talking to Firework, the more I am just absolutely impressed with how they're leading the charge in this commerce transformation that, that is. And I love the fact that they're really laser focused on bridging the gap between physical and digital shopping experiences. I think that's what's going to drive success for brands and for retailers, frankly. Uh, in this age, we, we find ourselves. I, I love this topic. I love covering it. And I particularly love doing it with you, Shri, because you, you inspire me with how you think about it. I think we both come at this from different perspectives with different backgrounds, but both see the opportunity. So thank you for joining me on this journey. He's a good man, as I always say. And for all our listeners, that's it for this one. We will see you back soon with another episode of the CPG Guys. The content in this podcast episode is provided for general informational purposes only. By listening to our episode, you understand that no information contained in this episode should be construed as advice from CPG Guys LLC or the individual author, hosts, or guests, nor is it intended to be a substitute for research on any subject matter. Reference to any specific product or entity does not constitute an endorsement or recommendation by CPG Guys LLC. The views expressed by guests are their own, and their appearance on the program does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The views expressed by CPG Guys LLC do not represent the views of their employers or the entity they represent. CPG Guys LLC expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of, reference to, or inability to use this podcast or the information we present in this podcast.